I prefer to work every day on my dream than to dream when I work. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to Anyone and Anywhere podcast. So today we have my friend, Carolinus Freire. How are you, my friend? Hi, I'm very good. How are you, Vasco? I'm really nice. Thank you for asking. So let me do just a quick, quick presentation about Carolinus. So he's a karate athlete, singer, actor, and is also currently living in Mexico and studying mechanical engineer and also theater that is a nice mix yeah. that we will talk about it um, yeah. so i think we will start for that how are you today how is everything with your family in the current times everything everything is doing good um school is different you know because everything is online now and so I don't know, some classes pass by very quickly and some slowly, but everything's done, going well. I just had a delicious pasta for lunch. <laughs> what about you? Nice. I, I had some pasta, yes. I had some pasta also for dinner here in Berlin uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How many hours difference? Uh, so here it's 11, 10 in the night. I don't know. Okay. So here is 4, 10. Okay. So it's perfect. Yeah. It's okay. Perfect time to join. Quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> to have a nice conversation. So uh, I wanted now, uh, if it's possible for the, the peoples and for myself also that still don't know you, if you can tell me a little bit about yourself, about your background. For sure. So my name is Carlinhos, which means little Charles or Charlie in Portuguese. I am both Mexican and Brazilian, and I am currently living in Mexico. Um, what I like to do is I study engineering, and I also study theater, and I like to sing. And I have this new project in which um, I create content um, to give value to other people. But since I'm not an expert in life, or I'm not a life coach, I just tell it from my perspective, you know? Um, so it's like sharing personal stories and reflections and seeing how that can impact other people. And, and yeah, like using every opportunity I have um, to bring good to the world as you do, like you're, you share stories with, with people and create valuable content. So that was like something really interesting I found about you. And yeah, that's about it. So if you, like any of the content we make to here today feel free to, to check it out it's it's all with a purpose to help beautiful start <laughs> and tell me a little bit about the mix between the mechanical engineer and theater how is that something so logical and and the other why something so creative yeah Okay, so the thing is, mechanical engineering, I liked a lot. I like a lot because I've always liked to build and design and actually see what I do in, in a physical way. So I studied mechanical engineering and not other engineering because that's something I like. 
um, to see what I do, right? And to actually under, to understand it, it helps me a lot if I can visualize it. And the combination with theater is that I'm also a person that likes to get involved with every ex like explorable area of life. And so how it all happened was in high school. Um, I don't know if we were gonna talk about this later, but- Please, um, you can talk it now. Okay, <laughs> in high school, um, the first year I was very insecure. I didn't know who I was, what I wanted to do, if I had chosen the right school. Um, and I cared too much about other, other people's opinions. And it was just like, but I did know one thing. I wanted to explore and try as many things as I could. So in the first year I went into different sports I have never tried, or I also went into a robotics team or a Formula One in schools competition. And like, like a few different things that I would have never done. But on the second year, I was like, okay, okay. It was a challenge. I was kind of feeling fear and everything, but I liked it. I liked the fact that I could like challenge myself to go through that and try new things. And I also knew that in two years, I was gonna have to choose what I wanted to study. And so knowing that I wanted to try new things, face fears, and also understand what I wanted to do for a living, well, that's what I did. I tried like too many things. Like I went into singing, I went into dancing, I went into like robotics, like everything you can think of. I probably like I even went into an article writing team for for a newspaper. It was like crazy, a lot of stuff. But then in that moment, after experiencing it for the second and third year, I was able to determine that I loved art and the way of acting and singing because it helped me grow as a person, which is something very interesting. Because let's say, for example, you're, you're gonna play an, a character. You have to have full empathy for the character. And when you do that, you allow yourself to feel and to explore and to like actually put yourself in other positions, you know, and, and that enables you to like act different and think different. Um, and I also love like the power that music has to make us feel happy or sad or like it, it's something that really catalyzes our emotions. So I like to be in touch with that. And in the engineering part, on my second year, I was able to be a leader on one of the robotic, robotics team duties. And I was, I was the only one in my generation with such a position. And I was really scared, but it worked out so well that I, I fell in love with it. And the competitions were like actually three robots against three robots. And it's like, it was like, a, a game with real robots <laughs> and I was like wow this is amazing but then I could see like I liked both so so maybe I, I could have chosen one or the other and I decided to go and try both 
in whichever way I could. So yeah, that's about what I would share from that is like today, if you start trying new things, even if it's just 10 minutes a day, and let's say you split up one hour into, into six, 10 minutes slots, that could be like really, really quickly and you try new things and you, then you can like experience if you really like doing one of those things. And if you don't, like just take it away and try to put a new thing. And once you find what you love and makes you feel so like all the emotions and happy, that's where I would advise to go. So yes, <laughs> small, short answer. No oh, man, and <clears throat> let me tell you so much uh, that I took from, from the, this, this short answer, so much uh, knowledge and at the same time, so much questions. Uh, the first of all, and what I love that I think that all of us uh, should take of it, and I think that you agree with me, it's um, about finding your, your purpose, your passions, what you love to do, as you want to call it, just try it. I love that. Yes, yes. I love that. If I you quite, wait, tell yeah. me, tell me. Tell if, me you, if you wait until you're prepared for this new thing, like it's probably never gonna happen. You're never ready. It's just, I, I have this one tip and it's one of my secrets and pressure, pressure, I'm gonna repeat that. <laughs> I have one trick that is one of the tools I use that is most precious to me. And I call it the three second rule. And what it means is like, you wanna do something, you know you wanna do it, but you, you think too much. So you're like, oh, I wanna do it, but what if, what if this happens? And what if I fail? What if I don't like it? What if, and so you start thinking and thinking and thinking and you don't do anything. What the three second rule does is like, you want to do it? You count one, two, three. You go ahead and just do it. But the thing about that rule is you can never, ever once, not once, not fulfill it. It's like a note you have to make with yourself. It even helps like sometimes when, when I'm in bed and I'm like, I don't want to like stand up. I want to just rest all day long because whatever happened, I count three and I get up out of bed because it's a powerful way to inspire myself to take action when I don't feel like it. Um, yeah. Okay. Let <laughs> me let no 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 no. This is this is a. I'm loving the conversation. Let me just asking how old were you when you start thinking about just let's because we are talking about high school when you mm -hmm. start just thinking about like, I should try different thing, things in life to see or to know what I love. Like, because I think like it's so deep and you were so young, it's... Yeah, I think I was 16 or 17. Um, and the thing is at, at that age specifically, um, and later a lot, but we care so much about what other people think like I remember and it was just too much and that was actually like a chain stopping me from doing whatever I wanted to do like I like I like to joke around a lot and sometimes I'll be like 
too um, messy with people. But if, but before I was like, I didn't feel like if I could joke around or just like like here I'm doing crazy stuff, you know. And it's it's kind of weird, but it's fun. It's my way of expressing myself. And before I couldn't do that, so I think the advice for people that are starting or ending elementary school and starting high school around 15 to 20, what I would recommend is like make a list of the things you like, like write it down. Don't wait like 10, 10 seconds of things you like and that you're not doing or you would like to do more. And then like set a day each week, um, or a week for each thing and just try it out like go all in and if you keep doing that for like i don't know one month or two months you're probably gonna figure out what you like and what you don't and i mean you could try like 20 things and never like none of those will be like awesome for you but if you never try and keep trying the odds of you finding something that just makes you feel so alive is gonna be really hard so it takes time, it takes patience, it takes effort, but it's worth it because otherwise you'll just do something you don't love in life, right? Yeah. Completely right, Matt. For me, I just took a couple more years to 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 <laughs> to come to the same conclusion. That's why I, I'm amazed, and I'm amazed with your your presence as a person. And I completely understand you, like the the, the 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 point of being yourself and trying to 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 belong to a group. It's 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 complicated. And um, let me let me ask because I love I love it. One sentence that you said it that music it's a catalyst uh, for our emotions. Uh, can you talk a little bit more about that? Yes, so you know how you're, I don't know, talking sometime with a friend and like just a sad song pops out of nowhere and, and then the mood starts to change and you get all sentimental. Or when you're like in a concert where you, where you hear music or in a party, you hit like, you know, it's, we as human beings, we have our senses, right? And stimulus actually changes how we perceive our surroundings. So music is stimuli, I think that's the word. Um, but it's, I like to think of it as a no filter stimuli because it, it just goes in, right? And I think it's very important to like, allow yourself to feel when you have the music so for for example if sometimes you're feeling really really sad and about something that just happened what i will probably do is put on sad music cry it out and then six hours later i'll probably feel a lot better than if i didn't do it but it's sometimes it's difficult to get to that point to let your emotion flow if you're not connected daily. I, I have an app that I recommend. I'm gonna send it to you so you can put the tag. 
but it's 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 pretty interesting because you set it to tell you a reminder a few times a day and it asks you how are you feeling today and so you fill in like put on the faces of the emotions you're feeling and after doing that for like one month mm -hmm. you, you begin to be more conscious because when you see it you're like oh how do i feel today but otherwise you wouldn't be asking yourself that and you could just be like i don't know you could be angry at someone but not actually be conscious about your anger Exactly. And when you, when you, so yeah, I think music helps you um, empower your emotions, which is in, it's important to be related to them and understand them. Because if you do that, then you don't judge your emotions. So like if you're feeling sad, you don't judge yourself for feeling sad. You understand you have compassion. And then from that compassion, compassion, you can get fuel to pump yourself up again so music i really, really recommend having a pumped music playlist somewhere on youtube mm -hmm. like save the link or in spotify whatever you use and whenever you're feeling like um i don't wanna do this i'll do it later no put the pumped music on and get to work <laughs> No man, for me it's completely, I, I completely agree with you. Uh, I will say that for me music, it's a mood changer. Uh, it's like that, that playlist that everyone has, if you put it in the right moment, like, yeah, yes. everything, everything, it's, and I, I like your idea. Can, can we talk now a little bit more about that app first, the name of the app? And yes, yes. the idea, I like it a lot. You can give me after, I will put in the description, but if you can sure. tell me already the name. One second. No problem. Mm, it, for iOS, it's called Mood Log. Mood Log. And, and I'll make sure to look for it for Android, so you can share both links. Perfect. Um, so yeah, so everyone can make use of it. Really good tool, really recommend it. And, uh, and I, I think like the, 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 the idea behind the habit, it's really, really, like you said it, the self-awareness that they gain with that, it's like, well, because you lose it daily because you have so much to do, you have the, 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 the mails that you have to answer, the, the, the exams, the, the, the classes, the work, the hobbies. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And imagine, it's like, it's like, I don't know, drinking water. If you start making it a habit to drink such certain amount of water a day, it just becomes automatic and you don't have to actually think about it. So the idea is to get to the point where you're aware of yourself all the time. And that takes us to another subject, which is mindfulness. Please tell me a little bit also because uh, I forget to tell you, but I will tell you now, you have a certification also in mind, mind mindfulness. 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 Yes. Can you tell me a little bit more about that also? Yes. So... Um, I was fortunate enough to assist to this mindfulness session with a person that's called La Madonna. She's like a really wise person. 
And the thing about mindfulness, it's, it's actually a tool to help us live, live in peace and happiness with ourselves. And what it, mindfulness means like to be mindful every moment. That's about the definition I could give. So um, to do this, you have to practice different things. Some of the recommended things are yoga, which I really recommend, um, uh, meditation, and like actually reading about, about these subjects because each person works a little bit different, but mindfulness is just being on the present. And the thing about mindfulness, about being on the present, is that if you truly live on the present, what happened yesterday doesn't matter. What will happen tomorrow, it doesn't matter either because you're fully on the present. But to get to this point where you can actually train your mind to be like right here, right now, right? It takes practice, but if you achieve it, you become fearless because there's not like what if because there's no what if there's like now right and i don't know that that really helps me be energetic all the time like a lot of the time because i'm fully immersed in the experience of the now and that's also related to theater and acting you know you have to with your eyes with your smell with your touch what you're hearing, like if you become conscious of everything surrounding you and of your feelings, you actually begin to understand more about yourself and what you want and what, what you want to be. Um, I think the three questions that I'm trying to find, and I think it's very important that everyone here makes these questions to themselves because most times we won't actually make them. And if we made them on the past, we would probably forget about them. Three questions. Who am I? What do I want? And where do I want to be? If you wake up every day asking yourself these questions, like truly asking, you're probably going to go on Google and find answers and investigate and research. But it's also related to trying new things out, right? If you're truly curious, Curious, cur I don't know the word. Curious, curious. Cur yes, curious. Of, of knowing this, life will like you will act based on it, and that's enough fuel to guide you to take action. Like I, I think it's sometimes. What if I never ask myself these questions, and I just take the opportunities that appear in my life, and when I'm 80 years old. I figure out I never liked what I did. I, I didn't know my purpose. I didn't do anything for the world. What was my mission? Was I happy? Did I love what I do? I mean, these questions we must ask today, not tomorrow, today. Because if we do, then we have to first write them, write them down so you don't forget them, but then every day, search for the answer and i assure like i assure you that if you find your answers to these questions life will change so yes that's about it
Um, you, you said something about an exercise, right? Uh, now I'm amazed, like, I think it's a great exercise to do it, like, just ask yourself in the morning, like, these three, these three questions, like, and put with a reminder these questions in the morning, and, like, like, yeah, stack a habit. That's a good idea. I, I hadn't thought about that. Putting it on, on my, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, and, uh, yeah, I love your idea. Also, I wanted that if you can please talk me a little bit about, uh, because you say that mindfulness, it's also together with yoga and uh, meditation. Uh, yes. Can you talk me a little uh, bit more yeah. about that? So, for example, um, just to explain it from the basics, when you feel happy, how does your body behave? You're like this, right? You're like up. Sometimes if you're really happy, you just start to dance or jump around and your voice changes. And so your body changes the way it's set up. If you're like really sad, you're gonna be down like this. And like probably your stomach, stomach can hurt and like your eyes are tired and you, like your body changes according to the, to the emotion, right? So it works the other way around. It turns out that if you work on modifying your body, that can actually change the emotion. And that's, that's what I love about me doing all these different things is that in theater, we're, we're actually studying that. And so an actor can exploit an emotion, right? But if an actor exploits that emotion, thinking about the same event in life, let's say some family member died. And so every scene I have to do when I'm sad, I think about that family member. After a lot of time of, of thinking about this, like it's probably not gonna have an impact on me as it did on the past, right? Because it's, it's not something we can, it's not tangible, so it changes. But our body, we can, we can move it in a certain way anytime we want, right? So if you're like sad, you can straighten yourself up and like, you can always do it exactly the same. So if you're an actor doing the same scene 20 times, you can do it the same. And that can actually sprout an emotion. So if you think about that, it works the same in yoga or doing exercise. But yoga specifically, what it does, it's, it's, it releases tension that is accumulated in your body. And how, an easy way to explain this is, for example, if you see, if you talk to a person that is like, since he was a small kid, um, he was like mistreated by life and his friends and like like just bullied all the time and with guilt. They'll probably have like their back like this. I mean, it's it's a stereotype, but it can happen, you know? So what 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 this means is like they have tensions, right? And you can actually interpret this in many ways for for every tension you have in your body, it's, it's actually a way of seeing it. Not necessarily the case every time, but 
it's related. And so when you do yoga, you work on these tensions that are unconscious that we all have. We, we all have tensions because of some emotional crisis we had in our lives or have right now, but they're not conscious. So when we do yoga, when we do a certain position, like for example, I don't know, let's say you do this. If you do this and when you start to put your arm up, it hurts so much, that's probably because you have tension there. And if, if you start to do the exercise every day or every two days, you're actually treating that tension. And the thing is, like, since it's related to the feeling, you can actually, through yoga or like exercises, um, release your, your body from an emotional trauma or feeling. Mm -hmm. so, so if you, like, you feel sad a lot of the time, like doing yoga can actually have an impact. If you feel anxiety, it can also help. Like through that explanation, I don't know if I was clear. No, for me it was pretty clear. Okay. <laughs> and yes. I love the idea that you have like, and maybe I will do maybe a little conclusion and you will see if I'm mistaken. The, the way that is like, so we have the emotions and we have the body language that it comes with emotions that can be positive or negative. And yes. we can affect that for the way that we posture ourselves. And one way to have a good posture, for example, it's yoga. Right? Yes. Yeah. Precisely. It's, it's it. a great idea. It's a great, great idea, really. And I never, never think about, I, I try to do yoga now. In, in the academy that, that I am, my, my, my uh, BJJ master that I, entry, that I did a previous interview with him is also a yoga teacher. Mm. Yeah. So I try to do some exercise in the morning also to release the body, like, like, like you said. Yeah. And the thing is, like, yoga seems boring. Mm. But uh, if you learn it, like, what actually all that it implies it's it's a challenge like you have to think about your breath all the time and i don't know we could probably do a talk about this specifically later um i'm still learning about it so i'm, I'm not an expert but it has like once when i do it it changes my whole day after doing it for a few weeks so yeah really recommend it and also now about the meditation uh, let's talk a little bit more about the meditation which kind of meditation do you do what is a normal session a meditation session if you can describe it sure so a meditation session can last 10 minutes to hours it doesn't really matter the thing is Meditation, what it does when, when you're starting, it's like you're just taking a break and stopping. And when you do that, like, it can be a challenge because we're used to being so agitated all the time. We're working and we're doing and we're moving and we're always productive, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, actually stopping 
and taking 10 minutes to do nothing. I mean, that's where most people just quit on the first three tries because it's like, no, this is boring, this isn't for me. But the thing is, if you keep trying it, it's really, really gonna help. So the technique, the technique, you can do it sit, sitting down on a chair. The, the most important thing is if you do it on a chair or in the floor with uh, you know your foot your foot crossed, mm. uh, is that you keep your back straight up. Because if you keep it straight up, what it does, it, it allows everything, like all the nerves, to flood it with blood. And I, I'm not a doctor, but it helps you like heal. And since you're not doing anything, you have you observe. And so what happens is you start to think about things and you, people usually go like, no, don't think about that. But then you're, you're, you're judging what you are thinking. So what's recommended is like, actually just, you have this thought when you're doing this 10 minute break for the first time, you're like, okay, there it is. Okay. And you focus on the breath, but you don't judge the thought. You just observe it and let it go by focusing on the breath. Mm. It, and um, so, yes, you can do it with your closed, with your, your eyes closed. There are so many tutorials that could actually like teach you precisely. But um, the thing is, when you do it, the most important thing of all is your breath. Because you oxygenate everything and if, if you if you can like if let's say if you you're having a panic attack what happens is your breath is like really short really really short and quick but if you're relaxed your breath is like really slow right so like yoga you can control your breath to change your emotions or your state. So one tip, if you're learning about meditation and you watch a basic tutorial, just sit down, close your eyes, breathe, wait for 10 minutes breathing. And if you're feeling you have anxiety, this is a really good tip. You lower your head a little bit. But if you're feeling like really low in energy, you put your head a bit up blazing like over the horizon a little bit and that, that actually helps you um, change how much like energy you have do you know the why behind or it's like why the position of the head because it um, is yeah it's related to the emotions for example when you're feeling low with energy what happens is you're like this hmm. When you're happy, you're like this, right? Exactly. And so, it's that's how I would explain it in a simple way. Okay. Because I think it's probably going to be a lot more complex. Yeah. But that's about it. Like you, you can try it when you do it tomorrow, yeah. and you'll see. Like, it'll probably work. No, it's funny. It's funny because I already. Uh, 
I, I do some meditation in the morning, uh, some I will not, I will not call it meditation, breathing exercise. I think it's a little bit different, but it's the same concept. And I didn't, I, I saw that fact that the position of the head will influence the, the, just the concentration or, or, or the presence or being present. If I'm more like, if I can focus more in the center, I, I can be more present if I start to lower, I start to sink, at least with me, in more things in like, you know, the monkey, the monkey thought, like the yeah, monkey, monkey mind, stuff. monkey yeah, mind that it doesn't stop, like, you know, like, but you, yeah, got, it's it. you got it, it's funny, it's funny, yeah, like, and we didn't talk about that. Uh, now I want to talk a little bit more um, about uh, the purpose. Um, what uh, can I say now? It's your purpose in life, and let's say in this moment. Okay, so I think that's one of the most difficult questions to answer, um, and I'm still looking for my answer. But I, I, I do think that sometimes in life we have different small purposes even though you might have one superior one and so for now like my purpose right now is well learning all I can and and progressing but also like giving as much as I can right now not tomorrow right now and I'm like this is why I want to do all this project that I talked to you about because if we give and we give and we give and we give, sometime we're gonna get back. But it's not about getting back, it's about giving. It's about leaving this world a better place than when you received it. And it changes, it changes everything because then I'm not thinking about myself all the time. I'm thinking how will this be valuable to you? How can I do something that will be good for you? And so that changes the game, right? Like you, you're, you do it yourself. Like you're taking the time to interview people when you can just like, just talk yourself all the time, right? You're, you're sharing stories to help others. And that's like something really admirable. So yeah, I think that's my, purpose for now it's a beautiful purpose and like i want to go a little bit behind because now it's i think it's a little bit connected uh, for the ones that are um, that they are too afraid of trying about because they, they they are afraid about other people's opinions parents friends which is your advice well, um, for that, we have to do a little uh, introspection. And um, a really good teacher of mine on, on acting told me, if you judge someone else, that's because you have three fingers pointing towards you. So it's body, mind, and soul, something like that. But if you point at yourself, that means because you have three fingers pointing towards others. So you can't judge others without judging yourself. 
how do we stop judging ourselves? By being compassionate. How are we going to learn to be compassionate? By being observant and watching what we do, what we think, how we think, how we act. And once you understand yourself and what you do and you forgive yourself and just don't put all the guilt over whatever you're doing, then you have compassion. And when you have compassion, you can have compassion for others. And once you do that, you understand that if other people tell you that you can't do something, it's probably because they believe that themselves. So it's, you're not, the thing is to, to actually take action, you have to not judge yourself and not judge others. Because let's say you think, you, no, I don't judge myself. Okay, but then why aren't you doing it? Well, because they're gonna judge me. They're gonna say I'm a failure, that I'm, I'm not that good, that I suck. Well, what are you, do you know that for sure, 100%? Well, not 100%, but probably. Then, if you see that thought of like, everyone's gonna say I suck, it's actually a judgment. Because you're thinking what they're gonna do. So you're actually judging other people about them judging you. So, like this is core for me. If, if you understand that your fears, most of them, based on judgment, are based on your thoughts. You thought they were gonna think and say this about you. It's in your mind. So you have the power over it. It doesn't exist. You made it you made up that they were gonna criticize by judging them. It feels very natural, natural and logic, logical, you know. But it but it's we have to be conscious that we make it up. And once we do that, it, it, it doesn't matter what they think. The, what matters is like what you want to do, how you feel, how you help, but not what are they going to say? Because if, if you worry about that, you're probably judging them and yourself. So yes, tip number one, observe yourself, learn how you feel every day, explore your senses, everything around you. Then, um, un understanding yourself, then be compassionate. And once you're compassionate, be compassionate to others. And then understand that whatever they say is not, that they, I, I mean, they probably feel like they wanna criticize you, but it's in your mind. And if they do criticize you, it's because they're probably in a bad place themselves. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 man. It's it's amazing. Like it's it's such a young age, and it's so much knowledge coming from it. I, I at the same time that I was listening, I was asking to myself, <laughs> maybe it was the theater that because like that helps you to give that at least to 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 have a deeper knowledge about emotions, try to understand other people's roles, other, other people's perspectives. Yes, precisely. Like my first character was a villain. It was for a, the um, play Legally Blonde. 
I don't know if you've heard about it. It's basically a girl that falls in love with this guy and this guy dumps her. And so she goes to Harvard school just to be with him. But then she figures out that her life is not like for him, it's for herself. And it's like a really good story. But there's this one guy that's the villain and he's the professor. And he actually like, he's awful. Like he's really mean and and that didn't go with me, right? Because I thought I have to be I like to be kind with people. So it was like a challenge and I didn't like the character. I was like but then I was told like you're judging the character. What you need to do is like research and actually understand why would a professor be like this? And then you you're you're like, oh so if he's like this, it's probably because his parents were like this, his friend did this. And, and so you start to understand why they act in a certain way. So you understand that you can't judge the character. And the same thing applies in, in life. If you wanna have true empathy, you can't judge. You have to understand. But how are you gonna understand someone else if you don't understand yourself? Right? It's a great question. Yes. It's a great question. Very good question. I will say that it's not possible. It's not possible. At least I don't know, like, understand yourself as a whole, but you have to understand part of your, like, your character. I will say, like, you have to know yourself a little bit to, to try. And also to have empathy. It's like you said it. It's like, Try to understand the, the, the behind, the, 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 the action of the person. And I think it's something that we should uh, develop a, a, as a society also, like empathy, you know? Try to understand first the why behind the, the action. I think it's, it's a quite important, um, yeah quite important to take take away from from the interview also like and from theater the theater of life yes <laughs> that's, that's the thing like everything can teach you something exactly no exactly and i think yeah the lesson from theater i love it i love it give you that kind of of um, opportunity that to relate it to a person that in other way maybe will didn't have that that opportunity and after take that lesson for the life like it's great and now i wanted to talk a little bit about like the karate and the martial arts in general let's talk a little bit about that please so i started karate since i was three years old so i've been doing it for quite a lot and it's different than a lot of sports. Like many sports teach you um, leadership or um, teamwork and different values. But karate itself is not like any different sport I've tried. It's more like a way of being. So from the first class, you're, you're, you're taught stuck with respect to the teachers and your classmates. You're taught um, to be kind, to never use it 
like the skill to actually hurt someone. Like you're 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 not like in other combat sports, it's usually about like not not going for a fight, but it's not such a cultural thing. And in Japan, yeah, yeah, basically. Um, and from that, so you start to, once you understand, you, you respect your classmates, you respect your teachers. So you respect authority, right? Even though like you might not want to do the exercise, you never complain, you just go and do it because it's part of the class, you're signing up for it. So it teaches you about another important thing that has been critical for my life, which is discipline. And it, the word itself, I think it already sounds like pain. I don't know, many people just hear it and it's like, don't talk to me about it. But it's, it's so fundamental in everything we do because if we are disciplined and we keep, even though the times may become really challenging, we keep practicing, that helps us build resilience. And resilience, you've all probably heard about it. It's like the tools that the people that have overcome the most challenging things, once they overcome it, it's like a wonderful story. But the thing is today with immediate gratification and everything going on in the internet, like even Instagram, like who doesn't check their DMs? Like most people check them really quickly. That's because we, we want, crave, we crave um, instant gratification. So karate taught me patience. Karate taught me discipline. And so that's, I think I can share about that as like being constant Let's, let's make a calculation, okay? Let's say you read every day, without exception, only 10 pages of a book, every day. And so let's say you read it for 365 years, days, I mean. So now you have 3,650 pages. Let's say you do this for um, I don't know, 10 years. You have 36,500 pages. And let's say the average book is, I don't know, 300 pages. After 10 years, just by reading 10 pages a day, which is so little, you, you will have read 121 books. Now let's do it another way. You wake up late because you're lazy and it's the pandemic. It makes sense, right? But what if instead of waking up at seven, you woke up at five? So you have two extra hours, right? Two, two extra hours each day, every day of the week. So that makes it 14 hours extra each week. And then you have 52 weeks a year. That makes it 728 hours you gain in one month. So if you multiply that times, um, 10 years, I lost track of that. It's a big let me do it again, sure. let me do it again, okay? It's two hours each day, seven days a week, 
for 52 weeks, mm -hmm. 728 hours. If you divide that by, I don't know, 24. Yeah. So here's the calculation. If you wake up two hours earlier each day at five instead of at seven, every day for a year, you gain 30 days in a year. Okay, one month. One month. You have one extra month of life every year. Imagine you did this for 10 years. No, it's, it's, no, you have it's, yeah. 10 months. It's like, it's for 12 years, it's another year. <laughs> another year, just by waking up a little bit earlier. So discipline and consistency brings great results. Uh, Carlos, like you were saying, the discipline, the patience, and uh, I like a lot about the calculations that you were talking about, the two days, every day, the, the, the difference that we, will make in the long run. I don't know if you listen about the compound effect. I haven't heard. It's exactly that, that you described. Okay. <laughs> it's exactly that, it's exactly that. It's like if you, and they describe it like if you eat a donut every day, the compound uh. effect that you will get fat. You will yes. get fat, diabetes, <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, yes. <laughs> If you read 10 pages every day, like you were saying, you will read 101 books at the end of 10 years. Like, and knowledge, and I don't know, maybe, who knows? Like, the book you get from one, when the knowledge you get from one book is like, imagine reading that much. <laughs> no, it's, it's so true, it's so, so true. Like, I wanted to know now a little bit about uh, your mindset and uh, how do you describe your mindset? My, one of my favorite phrases that I want to share with you, you've probably heard it, it, it's, it says, it is not your aptitude that defines how far you go, but your aptitude. I'm gonna say it again. It is not your aptitude that defines how far you get, but your attitude. My mindset is like, if you have a good attitude about something, then you can approach it. And once you approach it, you can learn. But if you have a bad attitude, you can never learn. Because you're gonna, if you don't wanna try, you don't have a positive approach to this new thing or this thing that scares you or this thing that is going to take a lot of time and effort to do. I mean, what is the difference between the results you get of thinking positively and thinking negatively? It's probably going to be you taking action. So if you keep a fine attitude at even in the hard times, if you're not like victimizing yourself and that takes us, oh, this is another key thing in mindset. Um, if you're having like optimism all the time, then you can do everything. Like you can just go on Google and learn whatever you want to learn 
because it's it's incredible what a wonderful tool we have and we are limited in our mind of how much we want we can actually achieve like there are so many things we can achieve but we don't even think about the possibility because we don't think that creatively but to start thinking creatively you have to try out one thing so yeah that's first good attitude and second um i think tom blue i talked about this i don't know have you heard about about him tom blue it's uh, um i'll send you the the page on instagram but what he says is if you take responsibility for everything in your life everything the good and the bad then you can change it and let me explain in a movie or in a play who's the main character the protagonist and the protagonist what he does is he does things he takes action he's responsible for the outcome the protagonist is going to be the person that is going to decide whether or not to uh, face the dragon and enter into the castle in the same way if we don't victimize ourselves oh um, I can't do it because I don't have the money or my parents say this or my friends say this or I have too much work then that's a victim mindset but if you have a like a, a protagonist a responsibleized responsible mindset you can actually take action. What is success for you? Success. <laughs> what a question. I think there are many definitions for success. But for, for me right now, I think the definition of success is being happy. And I don't mean being joyful. I don't mean um, necessarily being ecstatic. I mean being happy. And um, I'm actually learning about the definition of happiness itself. But I do know it's not something you achieve by doing things. Because um, if it, Happiness is not something on the outside, it's within. So if we put our happiness, let's say, when I get enough money to buy that house, I'm gonna be happy. And so you work and you work and you hustle and you work and you work and then you buy the house and you're happy for like, you're excited for like one month, two months, and then you're like all sad again. Buying the house, buying the car, getting that deal, getting that promotion, um, dating that girl, whatever, <laughs> it doesn't make you happy. It makes you feel emotions that are joy and, I don't know, energy. There's other words for it. But it's all pleasure. It's all small things. It's like eating pizza. Who doesn't love pizza, right? But if we eat pizza one day after another for like two months, we start to even feel sick when we smell it, right? The th same thing happens with happiness. If we do something because we think it makes us feel happy, 
and we do it 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 and we it loses its flavor hasn't that happened to you like you do something so much that you love and you just get sick of it exactly. that's because we're putting our happiness on that specific action or that thing or that achievement happiness true happiness is a state inside um but it's a challenging topic i think what i would recommend is to actually understand this do a lot of research but that's why you have to ask yourself the big questions who am i what do i want or do i want to get what makes me happy like truly happy the happiness as itself is a state where you're like plentiful plentiful you're serene i don't know if that's a word it's like no matter what happens you're gonna be happy but that doesn't mean that you don't feel sad that's why i say it's a complex definition because we confuse it with with joy and rejoice it's kind of different there are many definitions but the definition i have it's like just no matter what you're like you're good and to reach that point you have to take care of yourself eat healthy be compassionate meditation yoga like we were saying and all of that all of that and it's a journey i talk about about that on my first video i only have this one video on my profile yet because i'm working on editing the others and i say this happiness is not something you reach it's a way of being it's a journey we have to learn about it like you've heard so many times about the pursuit of happiness because that itself is so yes um <laughs> i kind of lost myself what what are what was the question yes <laughs> what, what 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 is for you uh success, success. yeah yes. but i so, think it's tell me please <laughs> complex answer but um just being happy truly happy going to bed knowing that you progressed even it's if it's a little bit even if you read one page on the book because if if you keep moving then that's that's good enough like don't judge yourself for not building tesla you know like at your point at your story who you are from there make sure you go a little bit forward at least in one aspect of your life each day and if you go to bed with that that's another definition of success but the third definition of success i would give is going to bed knowing that you made an impact and helped the world because to do that you have to be good with yourself you can't give love to someone if you don't love yourself first it would be attachment and attention but not love necessarily you can't give money to someone if you you're barely eating right but if you take care of yourself 
it's kind of implicit. I mean, it's not necessarily the case. There are people that don't have anything and they give everything they have. But in a way that I understand and share, it's that like, no matter where you are, contribute, right? Because that's it. I mean, we live, we do something good for others that, that helps to our, our joy, our own personal happiness. I don't know, I think it's important. Imagine that every person you know did this, that every person thought about helping others truly and not judging, you know? There's this song, um, imagine all the people living. I don't know it, yeah. but I think it's called Imagine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. John, John Lennon. John Lennon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, imagine. And there's this phrase I really like, and you've probably seen it too. Small people doing small things in small places, I don't know, can make a big change. Definitely. Definitely, and uh, and I, I would totally agree with with you in in the sense that like uh, we have in aviation, I think uh, one comparison that I think um, we should use to life that how can uh, we should first put our oxygen mask and after help the others. Whoa! You see it? You see that's, it? That's excellent! Wow. It's very practical. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> wow. You, you I'm, I'm surprised. That's yeah. a very good reference. Yeah. Precisely. It's quite clearly. Yeah, it's very yeah. good. Yeah, it's really, yeah. First you put yours. First, yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. Perfect. Nice. No, no. I'm liking a lot this conversation, let me tell you. Uh, now I want to ask you about daily habits. If you have something, some some daily habits, what do you think about daily habits? Which advice you will advise will give me to start today? Okay. Yeah, sure. <sighs> habits they are very powerful in both senses. They can build an empire where they can destroy one. So what I like to do is I grab a piece of paper and this is considering every thought about who I am, what I wanna do, who I wanna be. And then write, write down like all the goals I want to have, long-term, medium-term and short-term. Usually what I'll do is I'll grab a big piece of paper and I'll draw them so it's easier to see and I see, like, what do I have to do if I want to be there? And then I start to design the plan to the simplest form. So the simplest form, for example, let's say I want to become um, master chef. What's the first thing I have to do? Learn how to cook scrambled eggs. So if I do that, oh, okay, I progressed. And it's little, it's small, achievable. There's this thing called smart, specific, um, measurable, measurable, 
I can check it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's from. Um, yeah, you can probably pop up the letters, right? Or, yeah. yeah. So. This, yeah, yeah, it's yeah specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. Yes. So once you have like this huge timeline, which you have to be really, really, really careful because sometimes we live for those timelines. It's not necessarily something you have to achieve. It's just a guide to keep you in track, right? Mm -hmm. So one habit, according to, to this method, is every day, every night, every night before you go to bed, uh, write down what did I do today and what did I learn. And every morning, wake up and what do I want to do today? Or you could do both like at night, what would I like to do tomorrow? And when you wake up, take at least, I don't know, five minutes, ten minutes to plan your day. Like just doing this for 10 minutes can change the whole outcome because in the morning you're fresh, you're like ready to start, probably in a good mood and you write down all these things and as you go by through the day, you're probably gonna be, I'm tired of school or this happened at work. So you just get, it's, it turns out to be 5 p.m. and you're like, just like, mm, I'm gonna watch Netflix, right? You don't wanna plan at that time. But if you have a list with small, specific, attainable goals that are related to something that makes you happy, you're like, oh, well, it sucked, but I'm finally home and I'm going to do this. But if you don't write it in the morning, it's probably not going to happen. You're probably just going to watch TV. So that's habit number one, planning your day. And this may not be fulfilled. It doesn't matter. Just write down what you did and what you didn't do at night what you want to do tomorrow second habit is drink water <laughs> very important third habit meditate in the morning and if you can in the night why is oh especially in the night in the night because in the morning you do if you do yoga it helps you throughout the day but if at night like we're all tired and stressed and we have all these emotions if you take a break before sleeping for 10 minutes, focus on your breath, relax, that can actually make your sleep so much better because you're like not as tense as you were when you went to sleep. And that will help you wake up more fresh and ready for a better tomorrow. Do you understand? It's like giving yourself a massage. Like mm -hmm. meditating is like that, like relaxing, slowing your breath it has so many different benefits that i'm not going to go into but it helps you sleep better and that over a long period of time makes your whole life better just taking 10 minutes to meditate at night because it relaxes your muscles that's like the direct effect there are many other benefits but that's it um what other habit habit I think one habit that's, that has really helped me, but it's kind of radical and difficult to do, is not eating any sugar at all. 
like if you eat dessert it's okay if you eat something that has sugar but if you're making yourself a lemonade i never for the past few years have put sugar on my drinks if i can and at the beginning it's really difficult because we all crave sugar but later after like six months you're free from it and you can like one actually one thing i actually did was imagine this i don't know this cup it's chocolates right what i did was i put chocolates next to my bed my favorite chocolates really really good but then every day when i woke up i saw the chocolates there and every day i went to my room i saw the chocolates there and every night i saw it i could eat them anytime nobody was watching right but the challenge was if i have the chocolates here nobody's watching but i can control myself and not eat them then when i'm somewhere else and i see a delicious donut if i beat this in my bedroom this is going to be easy so i think that's actually pretty thing cool thing i mean it depends if you can resist it some other people need to hide it um but i like to face fear straight in the eyes and be like get out of here i'm gonna do it anyways so yeah um not not any sugar that's a good habit for your health mm, another habit let's see reading at least 10 pages a day just 10 10 pages won't take you too much um, and also I've actually been able to accomplish this for the past I don't know two months but before I couldn't it was like once a week or it's actually helping one person a day like one person one time each day and if you're looking for this your, your mind will generate so many opportunities. And let me tell you a, a simple example of this. If you're going on, on a car with your friends, you're like playing spotting the car. You're like, whoever spots, I don't know, taxis uh, will win more money or whatever, right? And so you're like, your brain starts to look for yellow cars like crazy. And it's easier to see them because you're actually looking for them. But otherwise, you wouldn't see them, even though they're there. The same thing happens when, let's say, I don't know, a family member gets a car, and you, you see that car. And all of a sudden, you start seeing that same version of the car everywhere in the street. I don't know if that has happened. Um, that's, that's because it's related to the mindset. So if you're thinking, how can I help one person? Then, since it's a habit, it becomes a habit then it becomes natural and you just do it without even thinking about it it just you're like so quick and help help help, help. and then when you go to bed you're like dude i helped 20 people today wow i never thought i could have helped one and now look at this that's the goal i don't know i think that's about it uh, doing exercise is important but um yoga i would recommend it a lot i'll probably gonna be i'm probably gonna be doing a training on on my instagram or youtube just to share it with you and you can share it with your audience because you have any questions
Um, um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Let me, yeah, because at the meanwhile, it, it has some questions that appears. So I like the idea that you were describing about, so you do like a kind of visualization and after you define, or let's say the goal, and after you define the plan to achieve the goal, let give me an example where you you use it that in your life for the for for me to understand and to see how it's possible. You see how it's real. Yes. So one example is for example for example in high school, in my first year. I told you I was in robotics and I went into robotics, but I didn't really know much about myself. So I wanted to like um, grow and learn as much as I could. And in the second year, one person went to me and they told me, I think you can be a leader. I think you can inspire other people. I was like, ah, yeah, sure. But then I was, I became, I became so curious about what, what is leadership? What is true leadership? What is, how can you help a team? How can you inspire them? How can you work for them? What is like, what's the difference between being a boss and being a leader, right? And so later I was like, I wanna be the robotics team leader. And so I wrote it on the carton on my room. I, I did this every year. When, when I was starting the year, I wrote down in circles, like my goals. And then on different pages, I wrote down, like, what would I have to do in order to be there? And in the page, let's see, I'm going to try to draw this for you. So you can cut it and put it on. It's a tree diagram. I think that's what you call it. Being... Tom Cruise. Let's say I wanted to be Tom Cruise. If I want to be Tom Cruise, what do I need to do? And so I'm going to be like, well, I need to learn how to act. Okay. I need to learn how to, I don't know. Um, English. To, I need to learn English. If I want to be him, I need to do what do gymnastics and and i write all the things that i can think of like this like a circle like full. that's why i take a big page and then after writing that i go like okay what do i need to know in order to learn how to act well i need to read oh, okay i need to watch youtube videos i need to um probably get into some school. I need to talk to actors to learn from them. And, and, so, and so I read so many, all the different possibilities. And then I'm like, simplify it. Like once you talk to a school or to a, an actor about what you should read, get the book and set a simple goal. Read 10 pages about this acting book. But, um, if you do that for each of the different sections that are related to your goal, for example, let's say I wanted to be an actor in musicals, which is something I would like to do because I have fun on it. 
what do I need to know? I need to learn how to dance. I need to learn how to act. I need to learn how to sing. I need to grow as a person so I don't judge the characters. So it's all related. I, I think that anything you do in life can be correlated if you find a way to link it. So I do this master maps and um, you touched a very powerful subject that I like. Visualization. I think visualization is so powerful. It's something I, I, I struggle to believe how strong it actually is. Yes. Like if every day you visualize yourself being or doing somewhere for two minutes, I don't know what happens. I can't explain it. But things start to happen that can help you achieve or get there. Um, yeah. Did you add some experience with visualization? Yes. Um, for example, for a, it's a leadership group um, on my school, and they do camps, and it's it's pretty fun. But on my, you have to be what how it works is like you work on the group, and if you excel, you get to the, like the table, that directive table, and on the directive table, you get to be like president, vice president, or other positions. Mm -hmm. And this, there was this, um, this group, and I really wanted to be president. But on my second year, so I only had like, no, on my third year. I wasn't even on the directive table, but I still visualized myself and I still learned about leadership. And I, st I still talked to the staff and something amazing happened. Like the day that they were gonna assign uh, the positions, um, the three candidates that were gonna be like, like the chiefs of the group, they said they weren't gonna do it. I mean, they might have whatever reason, I don't know, I haven't asked them, but three people plus other people were like ahead. And I, I wasn't even on the table. And I got it. But it's, that's like... It's, yeah, 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 exactly, it's like... It's weird, it's weird, but it happens. Um, I think when, when you leave it, it it's it became more real. You understand yeah. me? Yeah, there are people that say I need to see it before I believe it. I go the other way around. I need to believe it and then I see it. Exactly. It's like Wild Disney. Disney. If you can dream it, you can make it or something like that. Yeah. I think the one that you said it, it's perfect, really. I need to believe it to see it and I think yeah, it's, it's really nice one. <laughs> now I wanted to ask you a bit, a little bit about what is the legacy uh, that you want to leave uh, behind? Legacy, wow. Well, <laughs> I haven't thought about that much, but I do know As I, as, I, as I told you before, I want to leave the place, the, the 
planet in a better place than where it is now. I think that's for sure. I want to be known for being kind and loving people and helping. Um, that's about it. I mean, because I can become, I don't know, I could become an actor or a great singer or a great engineer. And it's so cool. But I think it's way more profound than identifying with one profession. I don't think professions should define you. So when you ask someone, what do you study or what, are, who, what do you do in life? Oh, I'm a chemist. And I'm a chemist. I, I work in this company and I do this and that. So what happens is people identify with their jobs. They take it as an identity. But what I say is the other, it's not like that. You're not your job. You're so many things. Your son, your husband, your wife, your student, your learner, you're like, engineer you're you know how to garden i don't know you can be so many things it's all here but if you identify with just one your whole life you're limiting yourself it's like saying um i don't know yeah i could never build that because i studied poetry or literature no, you can actually be great at literature and learn engineering. But if you identify with your career, you're, gonna, you're always going to be like, no, I can never do math. Or the other way around. Like, um, I can never write poems. Boring. No, it's not like that. And, and then you can experiment many things because you're not identified with something. So you can explore, you can be and do anything like your podcast. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it's, I think it's, yeah, it's like you said, it. don't, don't put yourself inside the box. Don't yes. limit yourself. <laughs> you, you should put that like on a quote later. <laughs> I have a lot. I, I think I will take a lot from this interview, not just this one. We have a couple of them to do. Oh, great. great. <laughs> uh, I wanted to, to know first, I'm, I am a big reader. I already understood for the way that you talk that you are also a big reader. Uh, which book you will advise me and the listeners and viewers to read? And why also? Yes, um, I think a book called How to Make Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie is a really good book. It, it's pretty self-explanatory and I think it, it's wonderful because it teaches us how to not think about ourselves. Um, in a more logical way, I think, um, and it, 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 
it talks about human relationships in such a smart way that it really helps. Um, that's why I would recommend it. It's like if you it teaches you everything from approaches to how you do things. Yes, that would be the one I recommend. I love it. And I want also to know now, what are your projects, new projects, something that you want to share with me and the rest of the listeners and the viewers? Well, I definitely love music, so I want to keep learning about that. Um, I'm not a musician, but I, I don't identify as a musician, but I do like music. As the same with acting, I want to keep exploring, keep learning, so I know myself better, and that I, maybe I can act some in some movie or like a play. It's something I like to do as a hobby. I also want to like find ways in which I can start to gain um, money, and but things I like. So, and this is mostly because. If I want to gain financial independence um, as soon as possible. So that, like, I mean it on a sense of of life, like, not from my parents. I mean it like, mm -hmm. if I if I truly don't have to worry about money all the time, then I I know that I will that would probably help me in the future focus on different things. And it's never too late. Like always finding a side hustle. Uh, some 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 things will work, others won't. So that's one of my projects is I'm making an animation um, page, and I make animations for people, like really simple. Um, and yes, the most important project I think I have is this this Instagram page where, well, I have it on all different social media platforms, but like, since I'm, I'm so fortunate to, to have this points of view about life and to have gone through very specific things that have helped me learn and look at life differently and mature. Um, I have like a duty to give it away. I want to help, help, help. Because I know that if I do or do not do one of these videos or or share something, there's this guy or girl in his house that is feeling very sad that if they watch that video, they could change something about their perspective, their feelings, I don't know, whichever way. And that may change their day, and eventually that may that may impact their lives. Now I have a responsibility. I have to use my skills to help others. It's not that I have to, but I want to, right? Um, so yes, uh, helping, sharing, learning, improving—that's I think the most important project I have yet. And yeah, I think that's about it. <laughs> I want it also. Yeah, I think it's already a lot to do. Like, like you were saying, if with each project that you have, if you can change one person's life, 
for me at my eyes it's already mission accomplished you know at my totally. eyes and i really believe that you are able to do it like the way that you express yourself the way that you talk it's it's maintaining the, the discipline and having the patience that we were talking <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you you as well like you have such an amazing skill to interview like i i feel so comfortable it's like i don't know you do it so good you do it so good thank you thank you now i i like you were talking so about uh, social media about instagram where the people can find you what, what are the, the social medias you are where you are i am as you can see uh one second oh. here carlinhos ferreira on my username um and i'm i'm like carlinhos ferreira act on instagram but i think facebook snapchat uh twitter tiktok it's all like that i'll pro i can send you um a picture with all of them so so you can like just pop it out with the usernames so it's easier i think i think i will use the 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 link uh, you yes you have a link tree i will use oh, it yes. so the people can have all the social media that they want and I that's perfect also the, the instagram if they want to dm you direct i think it's a, also a yeah. nice option so yeah when any last thoughts any last advice that you want to share with me and the rest of the viewers and listeners yes um two things i think whatever you're thinking you could be doing but you're not doing it go ahead and just do it like you're never gonna be prepared go throw yourself like nike says just do it that's first and second is um i guess this word this applies for both of us if anyone I, i mean this because i say this a lot and i don't get that many dms even though i like later people tell me they did want to talk if you want to talk or you have any objectives in lives in life that you don't know how to progress or what to do or you, if you have an issue like anything you you want or need help with I think we both are like really willing to help you out and, and just chat with you. So don't doubt about DM, right? Because I think a lot of people just feel like, um, they're not going to care. Why should I waste my time? Right? So yeah, advice, talk to the people that are telling you that they're going to be there for to help you. Yeah. <laughs> I think you are so right, man. Like, and after it's like you said, it sometimes it's just seeing life with another glasses, with another perspective, can give another look. Like, like you were saying, yes. you know, like, like I, I think like, yeah. I think <laughs> if a person has five minutes with you, it will be a bump of energy that maybe will help him to have a different day, you know. Yes. <laughs> so, um, oh, please. and I remember the la last piece of advice. Please. I prefer 
That's a phrase. I prefer to work every day on my dream than to dream when I work. <laughs> work on your dreams so that these dreams may become objectives and goals. Work on those goals so those goals become your reality. That's it. Thank you so much, man. Carolina, thank you so much again. Guys, don't forget to go to his page, check him, send him a DM, and don't forget also to follow us in all the social media around. One more time, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you, Vasco. Thank you. From the wisdom and knowledge. Thank no, you. thank you for your time. It, it was a great opportunity. Thank you for giving it to me. Thank you, my friend.